Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for this upcoming month of podcast episodes, and I think you're going to love them too. So each Monday for the month of December, we are going to be highlighting women from inside of my CEO Society Mastermind and what they are doing in their business, as well as them sharing their growth and their journey from before joining the Mastermind and what they have been able to gain from being a part of a mastermind community and what impact it's had on the growth of their business. So I am really excited to introduce to you our first guest, Branda, and she is going to share all about her business journey, how she went from being a classroom teacher to a TPT seller to then deciding that she wanted to shift her business model into offering copy and email writing for other small business owners and where she's at today. Branda came into the mastermind knowing that she wanted to up-level her marketing, her systems, and her income, and really wanted that clear path of what she was going to do to get there. And so together and with the support of the community and the accountability, she's been able to do some pretty incredible and mind-blowing things that she's going to share in this episode. So I'm so excited for you to learn from Branda, not only why email marketing is so important, but why with all the different fads and changes, why this should still be your number one way to connect and build relationships with your clients and your ever-growing audience. So let's go ahead, let's dive into the show, let's go meet Brenda, one of my mastermind students, and I'm so excited for you to hear all about her growth and journey as well. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to just take a moment to say, where the heck did 2022 go? If you're feeling anything like me, you're like, where did this year go? I didn't get anything that I wanted to accomplish. And you are looking forward to a new year, new slate, new you. My husband is probably secretly laughing over the fact that I use that cliche saying, but it is so true. There is something about a new year starting where you feel so energized and motivated to tackle the year strong, to have all those goals and all those things that you set for yourself for the previous year really come to life. But my question to you is, 
Is anything different from where you were last year? What is going to be the thing that's actually going to make it so that your goals don't just collect dust in your notebook, on your journals, and actually come to life? I am so excited to share that the doors to the CEO Society Mastermind are officially open again, and we are accepting applications for our winter 2023 cohort. I launched this mastermind in July of 2022, and I was so excited excited to bring this type of container to my community. And let me tell you, I have been blown away by the results that the women inside of this round of the mastermind are achieving. And I have just been so humbled and honored to walk alongside them and to share in their successes and their wins. We have seen so much growth come out of just a few short months of working together and we still have some time left together, but I am so excited to offer this opportunity to you. If you are somebody who is looking for not only the momentum and the strategy and the action plans to make your goals come to life, but you really want to have a solid community around you to support you, hold you accountable, and to make sure that it actually happens and it's not just something that you'll say next year, well, I wish I would have done this, then I invite you to apply to be a part of the CEO. Society Mastermind. This has become one of my favorite programs to launch and to have people come inside because we keep it super tight knit, super exclusive so that we can actually get under the hood of each person's business that you don't feel like you're just a number, that you're just a part of another course, that nobody cares about the success of your business. I truly pour my heart and soul into this because I want the success for you. I want you to make your goals a reality just as much, if not more, than you do. The women that we had a part of the previous round are just blowing my mind with the results that they've had. And I know the impact that this will continue to have on their business even after the fact. And I know that this is something that I would be remiss if I didn't invite you to apply. So if you have been looking for a way to grow and scale your business, but you're not really sure what to do, you feel like you don't know what to do when it comes to raising your rates, to refining your packages, to launching any passive products for your business so that you can not work all the hours. If you want those solid foundational systems so that your business can work in the background and you can actually shut down your laptop at the end of the day and feel like your business is going to survive and thrive, then you need to apply to be a part of the CEO Society Mastermind. This is application only, and we are accepting applications through the middle of January. So I would encourage you to apply now because once our spots fill up, those spots are gone. We do not keep this open for everybody to come into. We keep this small, and once spots are filled, we are going to shut down the doors and not accept any more applications. I had so many people who were bummed that they missed out on the last round and they wanted to make sure that they joined. So we have people who are already applying. So I would not delay. You can go check out all the information on what's included in the mastermind, who it's for, if this is a right fit for you, and then you can apply as well. So head to aubreymalek.com forward slash CEO society mastermind. That's all one word, and I will link it in the show notes for you as well. But if you feel like this is a right fit, if you have been waiting for the doors to open and you want to apply, just head to aubreymalek.com forward slash apply, and you just fill out that quick form, and then we will get back to you within 24 to 48 hours to take those next steps to see if this is a right fit for you. If you have been looking for a sign, if you have been looking for a chance to grow and scale your business, definitely 
apply. I am so excited to welcome all the new members inside and to really kick off the year 2023 with a bang inside of our CEO Society Mastermind. All right, let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey, Branda, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you on today. Thanks so much. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, so I am so excited to give you a chance to share a little bit about like who you are, what you do. So could you share with the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Branda, um, and I own the Relevant Collective, but it actually started as the Relevant Classroom. Um, I started as a TPT seller probably about four years ago. Um, I was like maybe one or two years into teaching at this point. And I just kind of wanted some money on the side, like pretty sure every other teacher out there. Um, But as I started diving into doing the TBT world, I saw people like doing it full time. I thought like, that's crazy. I can't ever imagine like being a full time business owner, but that was kind of always the dream. Um, And then about four years into teaching, I really wanted to step into something more flexible and, you know, it was right after COVID, things are really crazy. So I kind of evaluated like, what about my business that I really love? Um, and it really came down to the copywriting. I loved the marketing and the blogging and the emails. Um, so I started kind of focusing there and that's how I evolved to where I am now, the Relevant Collective. I do copywriting for lots of small businesses and solopreneurs, which I love because that's kind of where I'm at in my business too. Um, And I kind of think of myself as like a nurture first copywriter. I really love copy that's focusing on building relationships. That's kind of sassy and fun that people want to read. Um, Yeah. So I'm about a year into business with that and now actually working full-time for myself, left the classroom and like, I guess, quote unquote, living the dream, if you could say (laughs) that, Um, doing something I never thought um, was possible. So it's really awesome to be in this space. Yeah, I love your transition story from getting that like first little entrepreneur bug. Um, I as well heard about TPT just from being in the classroom. And then actually, it was really, this is a really interesting story. So when I was student teaching, the teacher that I was working with, I came in and I taught a lesson. I can't even remember what it was, but after the lesson, she's like, that was so good where did you get this activity? Yeah. I was like, oh, I got it on Teachers Pay Teachers for free. And she's like, what, what is that? And I was like, oh, and I pulled it up on my computer and I was showing her. And then the next day I came in and she was like, I literally did not sleep at all last night because <laughs> all I could think about was all of the lessons and all of the things that I could create and start selling. And so yeah. it's so funny because she'll like, and she's a very successful seller to this day. And she'll talk about it. And she's like, well, my student teacher was actually the one that put the bug in me. Um, but it was, I was the same way. I was like, okay, I can do this. Like I have a lot of these skills, but then, yeah. you know, it, it does take a while to build up that, that store, to, to build up the audience of people and to do all the things. So I love that you, you did that, but then you were like, okay, I guess my next question would be like, when did you decide that maybe it wasn't going to be TPT full fledged that maybe you were going to branch off and do something more one-on-one service provider? Yeah. I definitely don't think anyone tells you when you first get into TPT, like, all the challenges and just like how much there is to balance. And I really loved it. Like I loved being a teacher and 
I think like a lot of people who go into TBT, I loved creating lessons for my students. And that's kind of how it started was I was creating stuff in my classroom and I turned it into a product, but like it's so much more than just creating a product, right? It's doing the copy and the marketing and putting it up there. And it's a slow build. It's like you're playing the long game, um, Mm -hmm. like much of business is. And so when I knew I wanted to leave the classroom, I really was thinking like kind of like almost cash injection, like how can I bring in cash quickly? And so I started looking at some Facebook groups and stuff where people were advertising their services and offering up writing. Um, And I was like, well, I already do that for myself. So why don't I just do it for other people? Um, And then when I started getting into it and realizing that I could make money faster um, and quote unquote somewhat easier. Um, I was like, you know, I really want to throw my efforts in here because I really do enjoy doing this more. I don't feel like I'm balancing so much. And also I get to take that pressure off of other people that I wished I had had when I was balancing it all. Um, I think that's just, you know, the the plus of bringing like another person on your team. The great part is like people are only hiring me to do a, a small part of their business. Not like they have to bring on a whole employee, but I didn't even know that existed when I was in it. And so I love being that person for other people in their business. And then we can both relax a little bit because I get to focus on one thing I love and they get to take something off their plate that they usually don't enjoy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I, I love that you were able to find that thing too, because a, a lot of times, like the things that come natural or easy for us, we don't always think that it's either a strength of ours or when it comes to business, a lot of people are like, well, would people actually pay me to do this? So yeah. I love that you were able to find like something that you obviously enjoy because there's when you're when you're the solopreneur, when you're, you know, if you're doing the TPT, like at, at first, a lot of times you are wearing all the hats. You're creating the products, you're doing the marketing, you're doing the emails, you're doing Mm -hmm. the social media, all the things. Um, And so I love that you were able to figure out like, okay, of all these things that I do, here's one area that not only do I love, but I'm good at it. And I could take that off somebody's plate. So I want to dive in to the email side of things because that's really where you focus with your copywriting. Um, Why do people really need to make sure that their email game is number one strong, but I think more so consistent? Because I think we, you know, we hear all the time, build your email list, build your email list. Mm -hmm. Like don't just rely on having social media and followers. Like you need to have a place where you own, you know, like not necessarily own these emails, but that it's yours, that, that you have permission to be contacting these people and to be contacting them in a really intimate way, right? Like who we let into our inbox is, yeah. you know, really important. So why do people really need to focus on email for a good chunk of their marketing for their business? Yeah, I love email for a lot of reasons, but I think one of the big ones, um, there are so many fads and trends that come and go with marketing, right? I mean, I think of like, what was it, Clubhouse that we had? Like mm-hmm. everyone wanted to use that. And I I don't even hear about Clubhouse anymore. You know, I think it lasted a few months and like it never even came out on Android and all these things, right? There are so many fads and trends and algorithms, but email marketing has been here or email has been here since essentially computers existed. And it's mm-hmm. not going anywhere. I think we think of email as like this outdated thing, but it really isn't. We all check our emails statistics show that people like that's one of the first things they look at when they get up in the morning. I know I do. I have notifications that are going off throughout the day. 
And the point is to not always be in people's faces, but the point is that you have access to this marketing tool that is here for the long haul. You're not fighting an algorithm. And yes, email marketing will change and evolve in like the way that we write, like templates are now really big in the email marketing world. It used to be more like plain text and that's a whole nother conversation, but you know, email will change, but essentially the essence is always there. And as social media will go out, you know, TikTok is coming in. There's always this, I'm one of those people that's like, I don't really love short form video. I don't really want to do this. Email is that consistent piece. Um, by being a consistent place for someone, by being in their inbox, by delivering high value quality content consistently to them, you're building a relationship and you don't feel like you have to fight anything or be on the next trendy, um, you know, real dance. I don't even know. But um, I, I just love the simplicity of it when it comes to marketing. Not that it's easy because, you know, marketing never is. But I think that there's just less things to balance. Um, there's less pressure. And I love that it is really that, like you said, that relationship they have opted in. They want you to be in their inbox. And we all know we're stingy with our emails these days because we don't like those overflowing inboxes. So it really is like a privilege when someone says, hey, I like want to hear from you. Um, and you should take that seriously. And you should want to engage with them and build that relationship with them there. Yeah, it's so, so true. I, it's actually really ironic because today I woke up and I looked at my inbox and I had, well, it, it's that time of the year, right? Where you're getting a lot of influx of emails, oh, yeah. but it, it was kind of nice for me because I was like, I literally looked at my inbox and I'm like, okay, let's evaluate who do I want to keep receiving emails from mm-hmm. and who am I ready to say like, okay, enough's enough. <laughs> and uh, for me, it's not really, um, it's not really any like small business owners. Honestly, I really love reading those emails. It's more of those like big yeah. box, like stores or things that like I've, purchase from clothes. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think you're so right. It's, it's a privilege to get somebody's email address and, um, to be able to share updates with them and to share different things with them. Do you have any suggestions for somebody who is getting started with email marketing and they're like, but I don't, I don't even know what to say to them. Like, I have an opt-in. I have hopefully, you know, a welcome sequence to welcome them in. But once they're on my list, like, what do I do with them? Do you have any suggestions for that? Yeah. I think a lot of times we equate marketing to selling and marketing is actually way more than that. Um, Like I said, I think of myself as a nurture first copywriter and that's how I approach email marketing. When you are emailing people and you're contacting them, your priority should be how to build a relationship with them, how to get them to have brand awareness of what you sell and what you do and who you are. And so I always suggest starting with um, emails that will link to like blog posts or maybe social media posts that you've made. But if you don't even have any of those things set up yet, you can write emails, almost like little mini blogs or kind of listicles where people are getting information from the email itself. Like they don't need to even go anywhere else. Obviously, I recommend a call to action in all of your emails, whether that be a pitch or sending them to a blog post, but you don't need to overthink it. Every email should feel like a conversation between you and a friend. And we talk a lot about open rates and click-through rates, but we don't have to talk about replies and um, you know people sharing things with you. 
I think that is actually a way bigger determination of the relationship you have with people when someone is replying to your email and they want to engage with you or where they go onto Instagram and they're like, oh my gosh, I, I read your email the other day and like, I love the story that you told or it made me think of this. That to me is way more powerful than if they like clicked through on my link because now we've able to communicate and build that relationship with each other. It goes back to that old, you know, no like trust factor of marketing, which is super powerful. Um, so if you're looking for a place to start, start simple, start by literally just providing information. Don't think about the sale. Don't feel like you're being salesy. Just try to build, try to nurture and try to get to know the people that are receiving your emails. Yeah, it's so true. I have, um, in one of our main funnels of our business, it's my free training. And one of the first emails is like, I'm so excited for you to watch this free training. After you watch it, like send me a reply and let me know what you thought. And honestly, when I put that in there, in my head, I was just thinking, well, like this, this is a nice thing to put here. But I was so surprised when people actually started to reply to that because I'm like, wow, that's, that's awesome that they're doing it because number one, like I didn't think they would, but number two, it gave me really great feedback that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had if I didn't ask for that. And then when I replied back to them, they were even more blown away. They were like, oh my gosh, like I, I never even thought you would see this email. I never thought you would, e- I would, you know, like I wasn't saying it, hoping I would get a response. Um, yeah, you're a real so person. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so that's really cool. So um, I think you're right about including those things in there. Um, trying to make it feel more of an open conversation. I think um, before the old emails that I used to send, I used to just do a broadcast when the podcast would go live. Obviously, I, you know, I, there's really valuable stuff on the podcast. So I really wanted them to yeah. listen to that. Um, but we did recently shift our format up. And it was so funny. I had somebody who sent me an email who is a copywriter too. And she's on the list. And she was like, Hey, I'm just wondering, like, since you switched your format, like, have you seen like a change in your email, like how this is performed? And Mm -hmm. we've seen a good 10 to 15% increase in open rate from that. um, Because we we shifted from it just being just being about the podcast to Mm -hmm. including like a tip of the week. And I share a little personal anecdote in the beginning, just to, you know, like, over the summer, I was sharing pictures of like trips that we went to or different things that we did as family and just sharing more of that personal side of me, um, which I think my audience really, really liked. Yeah. I think people want to know the person on the other side of the screen and they want to feel like, you know, that's what we don't get from Target or Walmart. It's a big store. Like we don't expect someone to be sitting there, but like that's the connection you can make with a small business is like, it is a real person. I'm buying from a real person. I'm investing my time and energy into a real person. And that can feel really rewarding. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that people are engaging with you. I think a lot of times with marketing, we see it as really one-sided. Like we're just trying to sell something. But if we go beyond and really think how we're serving people and building those relationships with people, it really should be a relationship. It should be a two-way street because ultimately at the end of the day, if we're just selling, but we know nothing about the people that we're selling to and what they want, then we're probably not going to have great sales um, and we're not going to have great relationships and we're not going to have people engaging with us because people know when we're just being, um, when we're just thinking about ourselves, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And when we don't really have their interest in mind too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love this. I love this conversation. I want to shift gears a little bit because I want to share how you and I actually 
came to know each other, which I I honestly think is it's like kind of serendipitous how it happened. Um, Brenda slid into my DMs <laughs> a couple months back, and um, I don't even know. I, did you share where you even found me? I think it maybe yeah. was from a podcast interview, was wasn't it? It was. It was actually. Um, I was listening to a podcast for a client of mine who I write her copy for. Um, and so the podcast hadn't even come out yet, but I was listening and writing the blog for it. And as I was listening, I was like, dang, this kind of sounds like something I need. <laughs> this sounds like a person I want to talk to. And that's when I went over. And it was perfect timing too, because um, the membership was open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's right. I Because I think I re- you did tell me that. And I was like, I, yeah. did that episode come? I feel like I just, I was like, I feel like I just recorded that. I didn't <laughs> even know if the podcast had come out yet. Um, so yeah, Branda is currently in the CEO Society Mastermind, which we officially kicked off for the first round um, back in August. And it's been so wonderful to see the evolution of Branda's journey from where she came in at. I mean, she already had a really great established business, but was really looking to up level. So maybe you can share that with um, the listeners here, kind of like where you were at that place of feeling like, hey, this might be a good fit for me. Um, maybe what you were currently experiencing in your business and what you were looking for as you were moving forward. Yeah. Um, when I was initially reached out to you, I was absolutely overwhelmed and drowning. I had a lot of clients on my roster. Like I was making full-time income. That wasn't my problem. My problem was I was every single day working way harder than I was teaching. Um, And that's not why I left the classroom was to like work longer hours. I wanted more flexibility. I wanted to have more choice and freedom in my day. And that just was not possible. And I had no idea how I got myself into this position because in my mind, it was like, well, I need all these clients because I like I'm responsible for all my bills now, but I'm not like happy because this isn't what I dreamed for myself or what I imagined. So I really felt like I needed more systems and really just guidance, like how to do this. Like no one tells you how to run a business for yourself. No one tells you um, how to make it all work. And so I needed your expertise, Aubrey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I, I feel like one of the things that I, that I personally love about a mastermind situation is I, I do love supporting all of you in there. I love sharing, you know, hey, this is what I did. I know that when you came and you were looking to run your workshop, like I was just like, hey, like these are these are all the things that I would think of and um, yeah. just sharing that with you. But one thing that I love is the expertise that all of the people bring to the table. Um, Brianna's really great with copywriting. We have other people who are great with launches and and how everybody kind of comes in with that, oh, their own knowledge and they're able to be a support. So it's great for me to, to see because it's like, you know, you cultivate these people and you hope it all works out. And, and I don't even know how it happened, but like the best group came together um, in such a way that Everybody clicked, like every everybody just like jumped in full fledged and was able to support each other. That was that's been my favorite part of kind of watching this come to life. I would love it if you would share um, what has been your favorite part of being a part of the mastermind and um, watching your business grow from that. Oh yeah, it's one hundred percent the community aspect for me. Um, I think that has been like 
tenfold worth what I invested in the mastermind. Like you said, like we all get along like personality wise, but also our business is complementing each other so well. And I remember like the first time we sat down and we were all talking about what we did. I was like, dang, we're like a crew. Like we could be like a whole business together. <laughs> we got a copywriter and a launch specialist and a, a graphic designer and you know, so many different skill sets and abilities and the way they all come together every time we're like reaching out in Voxer like literally all day long talking about things we can all jump in and give our point of view as a different um you know kind of knowledge area and skill set um I know that we've also helped each other out you know we have Melanie who's um asked Allison for help with her Dubsado and I've worked with Melanie for my launch stuff and like We've literally hired each other for different services because we complement each other so well. And that part to me has been like invaluable and I think made a huge difference in my business because I'm able to lean on people who are in a very similar area as far as their business and growth um, and just our skills work really well together. Yeah. And I've loved like seeing, hey, like I tagged you in this post or hey, I'm sending this person your way because they were looking like I I've just loved seeing that referral and that network. And that's something that I think we forget sometimes that we need. Like I, I feel like we're always focused on, okay, like our business and making sure that we have all these things that sometimes growing that network of people who mm-hmm. are maybe not offering the same thing, but just in a similar space or just growing those connections, how that can grow your business, even if that's not always the intention of it, right? Like we don't go very similar to like email. Like we don't always go into the email, you know, with the idea of like, this has to benefit me and only me. Like you, you hopefully are thinking about, you know, like growing that relationship. And so the same thing within the mastermind, like growing these relationships has been able to grow each and every one of your business, not even with that being the intent of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's been really great. I really love just the community that we've built. Um, Actually, my husband like jokes all the time. He's like, I think it's like your little sorority because like I'm always on Voxer like (laughs) messaging everyone. He's like, I always know whenever you're like in a corner, like smiling at your phone or laughing at something, it must be you like talking to your sorority. He means it in a very endearing way, but (laughs) I just think it's funny. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, What would you say has been your biggest win from being inside of the mastermind? Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, obviously I came to feeling super overwhelmed and feeling like I needed better systems in my business. I honestly had no idea what that looks like. And now I can say, what are we, four months in, right? Four mm-hmm. months? Yeah. Okay. Four months in, which is really not a lot of time. I have launched a workshop twice now and had really great success with that. And I'm now launching a membership um, for you know, copy swipe files and building more passive income for myself, which I'm really excited about. Um, I have made better systems for myself. I've gotten better at communicating and setting boundaries with clients. I've raised my rates twice now. I've gotten better contracts in place. Um, It's honestly been amazing what's happened in four months. I've worked my butt off doing it. I know that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But I I really don't think I would have made all those strides without, you know, your guidance and um, the expertise and knowledge of the other girls in the group kind of pointing the way and us all leaning on each other's experiences to help out. Yeah. I think when you came in, like you, I could tell from the beginning that it's like, okay, just tell me what I need to do, like, and I'll do it. 
you had that mindset of like, I will make it happen. So I think it's a testament to you and how strong of a work ethic you have. But just even like thinking back on all those things that we set out in the beginning of like, well, I would like to do these things and these things would be nice. And I would like to, you know, raise my rates and I would like to refine my packages and I would like to stop doing uh, these type of services because it just doesn't light me up and how you've been able to do that and put your mind to it. Um, you're such a coachable person. It's been so amazing to see um, to see it all come to life, especially this most recent win with your workshop and launching it again and seeing the success from that, how it's you've already exceeded like really what you set out to do. So I've just been so honored to walk alongside you and be there cheering you on and seeing the evolution of your business come to life. And I would, I guess my last question would be like, how do you feel now, you know, four months in compared to where you felt and those things that you share with us of how you were feeling before joining the mastermind? Yeah, I feel really great. I feel like I'm in a I call it kind of my growing pains stage. I think I've done a lot of growth even just in the past four months, and I know it will continue, but I feel like I'm on a really great track now. I think before I felt very lost and I wasn't really sure where I needed to go. I just knew that I needed to do something different. And now I have a very clear idea of the steps I need to make and where I'm headed. Um, And that feels really good. It's definitely not perfect. I definitely still have things I'll always be changing and working on in my business, but I feel much more confident even just four months after this on where I'm headed and my ability to handle this. Speaking of those wins that you had and all the things that you've accomplished, this workshop um, that you have that you, the first one you ran in September and it was kind of, um, I know it was scary for you to do that, but then afterwards you were like, hey, I could totally do this again. And so we came up with this game plan for um, running these workshops quarterly. Um, and so I, I would love for you just to share a little bit about your upcoming workshop. And then I want to touch a little bit on your membership that you are creating as well. Yeah. So I have a workshop called email GPS, essentially like email guided planning session where I meet in a group with a bunch of small businesses, entrepreneurs who want to plan out a quarter's worth of their emails. Um, we had amazing success the last time I had such great feedback and the goal is to sit down and have a great path for your emails. Cause I get a, get asked a lot, like, what do I say in my emails? How do I not feel salesy all the time? And so I talk about, you know, nurturing first and then how we can still sell and lead to sales without scaring people off and um, actually make it more beneficial to sale because people want to buy from you and, and feel comfortable with what you have to offer. So that is the goal for the workshop. It's a 90 minute workshop. Um, and I guide you through the whole process. It's meant to be very hands-on, lots of questions being asked, lots of examples being given along the way. Yeah. And it kind of lends into very similar to like the mastermind. Like it's that accountability session because it's probably something where you're like, yeah, I'm going to sit down and do my emails. Yeah, I'm going to sit down and, and plan this out. And if you don't, I'm like a firm believer, like if it's if you don't have something on your calendar of a time when you're actually going to do this it'll become one of those things where you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then it's the night before and you're scrambling to like put these emails together. So I love that 
it's a time where you can actually devote time, sit down, get that guidance from you. And then I think the best part about all of this is the ongoing support that you're going to be providing for the attendees and anybody else who wants to jump inside. So um, let's talk a little bit about the membership. So this is kind of like you you get the support from you, but you're like, okay, I, I need a little bit more of that or I want more of that accountability. Or I want more of that gu- guidance on a month to month basis. Yeah. The biggest feedback that I heard from the first time I did the email GPS was that people wanted that, like you said, more accountability and more support. And so I came up with Copy Obsessed, which is the membership. It's a quarterly membership. And the idea is that you'll still get access to the email GPS included in the membership. But then we also have monthly co-working sessions where we'll sit down and actually work together. Like you said, those accountability points where you can knock out an hour of writing. And um, those will always kick off with like a Q&A. I have some audit calls scheduled for the first quarter. And what I think one of the big selling points as well is... I will have swipe files, templates, and copy trainings that go into each quarter. So for the first quarter, we have a welcome sequence swipe file. Um, and this is that first sequence of emails that people get whenever they download an opt-in or a freebie. And so I'll give you that template, it's like a fill in the blank. Um, and my intention with this is to make writing easier for you, because that's what I always hear is that it's just hard to find the time or you don't know what to say. And so I want to make it as simple as possible. And along with those templates, you'll get trainings on how to actually set things up in your email provider and how to make the most out of your automations. And it's going to be a really great quarter. I'm really excited. We have lots of fun things planned, but ultimately the goal is to make copy something that you can also become obsessed with, um, like I am, hopefully, (laughs) and to make your buyers obsessed with what you have to sell and really wanting to um, hear what you have to say because you're nurturing them and offering really great content. That's kind of where the the name came from there and the goal behind it all. I love it. I know we were like throwing, we were in Voxer, like throwing around some ideas and I knew you were going to come up with the perfect one because that, that is your, that is your gifting. I'm, I'm so obsessed with this. I'm so obsessed with what you've created and the support that you're going to give. And I think it's just, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier in this episode, like this this is something that you definitely want to prioritize because, yeah, you know, th- fads come and go, algorithms change. Like your email is your direct line to your customers, to building those relationships, to nurturing them. So you want to make sure that you're carving out the time to do this. And I think it's great for for you, Brianna, too, because you know you do offer the done for you service piece of it if you're ready to like completely hand it off and you're like I don't even want to think about it I want somebody else to do it but if you're at a place where you're like you know either you want to improve your copy or you're not at a place where you can outsource this is a really great way to get that support because there is an art to copy there is an art to doing it in an effective way um I think sometimes we f- we forget that like we want to just like put an email out there but there definitely mm-hmm. is a science and a psychology behind it. So this is going to be so amazing for people who really want that support, want to have your guidance and your coaching with what you do for your one-on-one clients in a more affordable way. So I'm I'm so excited for this to launch. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. It's the first quarter I'm like already dying to get I just want it to all happen right now. Right. <laughs> I'm already ready. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much for sharing about your your journey, sharing about email and the importance of that, um, and then giving a little inside peek into what it has been like inside the mastermind. I know 
the listeners are really going to love hearing from you um, and wanting to learn more from you, the things that you have coming up, the workshops, all the good things. So please let the listeners know where they can come connect with you and find more out about what you have to offer. Yeah, I hang out mostly on Instagram at The Relevant Collective. So um, that's always a great place to find me. Um, I also gave Aubrey a freebie, which will be in the show notes, which is um, all about how to create a really great opt-in that doesn't take you a ton of time, kind of the steps in the process to creating that automation, because we all know we don't have a ton of time to give, um, and we have a lot of things to do in our business. So I want to make that easy. And I'll also, of course, be chatting about the membership and the um, the workshop on my Instagram at the relevant collective. So perfect. Yeah. We will link all that up in the show notes. So go grab that freebie, go say hi to Branda over on Instagram, go check out what she is doing. She's doing wonderful, amazing things. It's been so fun to follow along being a fly on the wall and, um, watching her journey grow. So thanks again for coming on the podcast. And I know everybody's going to love this episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.